0: Hey, Gia. Hey, Christine. I um just wanted to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What comes to mind when I say dating? <laughs> ah, that that
1: <laughs> that random noise that exited my body. <laughs> um, exhausting. Exhausting is what comes to mind. Confusing. Um is it worth it? I could just read smut instead, um, get a lot of cats and dogs and yeah. Exhausting. Exhausting is what comes to mind with dating for me because I just, I think, yeah, the problem is I, I feel like I've gotten too self-sufficient. I've gotten too self-sufficient that when I try to date, I'm just like, ah, what's the point? Um, oh no. Did that sound come through just now, okay, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what comes to mind for dating for me, um, but anyhow, welcome to two fat girls, one microphone, everybody,
0: uh, I'm Gia. I'm a fat girl. I'm Christine. I'm a fat girl today.
1: Oh, okay. there she is today'll be three. a fat girl,
0: <laughs> episode three she's there. That
1: girl is dating, dating, fat. Dating, um, exhausted. Yeah. It's it's really hard. I, I genuinely, at this point, and maybe it's just living in New York, too, that, like, is dating supposed to be this hard? Um, or is it just that we live in New York? Um,
0: I mean, that is the part.
1: <laughs> I definitely think I got, like, a late start on it, you know? Um and I definitely think it had everything to do with my view of myself for sure cuz I grew up in the south, you know, and I I literally was the only fat person out of my friend group. Um so of course everyone put me like everyone wanted me and the other fat guy to be together. And I had the biggest crush on him for so long, from, like, eighth grade through, like, honestly beyond senior year of high school. Like, probably, like, those first few times I went home during college, I was still, like, there's hope. Um, But then, like, now I'm, like, "Gee, that man is not attractive at all. You're not attracted to him. Like you were just like really good friends and we're both fat and everyone was like, Oh yeah, you fat people are supposed to get together. Anywho. So like, I think because it took me a long time to like, even realize my own hotness, I feel like I'm still catching up in terms of dating. If, if there is ever a time when one is caught up, I don't know. I don't know.
0: There's no catching up. (laughs) there's no catching up like
1: what did your what did your like walk me through your like high school college
0: well first you need to know that I was absolutely boy crazy as a preteen and a teen
1: I love that I love that
0: absolutely I wrote I'm gonna let everyone know my family knows this my sister knows this um few select people know this I did have um a hottie book I made in ninth grade (laughs) And it had like all of my celebrity sports. I was like obsessed with Derek Jeter in high school. Um, Some I don't know why. Um, I honestly don't know why. We have but, such um, different tastes. Continue. I also <laughs> loved Gavin Rosdale. <laughs> wild, wild. It's. Getting I mean, this wild. was in the '90s. This was late '90s. Okay. Um. So my
1: first crush was Goku <laughs> on Dragon Ball Z. So suck I it. I don't know
0: what that is. Yes, um, you. That's a cartoon, Christine. right?
1: Yeah. And he was a sexy, muscly anime man.
0: Interesting. See, I'm not into animation at all, so I'm very sorry about that. But well, yes, I do know it's an animation thing. Um, that's really funny. <laughs> I can't imagine having it. a crush on a cartoon. I get it. People like oh, I've the Mar- had many like crushes comics. on
1: cartoons. Yeah. I I still like ten out of ten. I I could get weird with it. I could have a whole <laughs> podcast just on my how Kovu from The Lion King two was a sexual awakening for me. And I'm not ashamed of that. Lion King, too. No.
0: So Well, I applaud it.
1: Thank you. So you had a <laughs>
0: hottie book. Okay, so I was boy crazy. And then I think it's just, you know, I felt like I I was very also like, let's not forget, maybe this is just me. I was very horny in high school, like a lot of teens. So I was very like, I don't know. It's like that feeling got the best of me. So it's kind of like I just thought I wanted to have a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So it just kept elongating that throughout, you know, graduating, I did have a boyfriend and then I had a boyfriend in college, blah, blah, blah. But the point is that then what happened was when I didn't have a boyfriend, I thought I wanted I thought that having sex with random men was going to um, give me something. Mm -hmm. And it did the opposite but I like didn't know that <laughs> until I didn't fully realize that until many years later. So well, and it's funny
1: because yeah. I feel like it's like kind of that Venn diagram thing. We always talk about of like, is it just like, I feel like so many women go through that, but then like plus size women, it's almost magnified because like we're like, hidden in this way by men sometimes does i don't know if that ever like your secret yeah like men are like don't want anyone to know that they're fucking a fat chick so like then that like doubles the like shame and also like what am i seeking validation from exactly um so it's interesting because it's interesting like deciphering like does it come from being a woman or does it come from being fat? Does it come from being both? I don't know.
0: I, you know, it's really hard for it. This is like, this is the biggest thing I've realized lately is that especially when we're going to do this episode, um, I realized that I didn't really date ever in a larger body. So I mean, but I wasn't, a, I wasn't a quote unquote larger body. Like you just said with in school, in high school, because I was the bigger one mm-hmm. of my friends, but I wasn't – I was kind of like I was average the whole <laughs> – I was mostly yeah. like just a little bigger, but I wasn't – I wouldn't say I was a plus. I was like on the cusp of what plus would be in high school. Um, but that's why it's really weird for me to think about like even all the stuff. It's just like I have so much PTSD from dating as just a normal –
1: Mm -hmm. quote unquote size
0: that like a straight size that I I I, it's just like an extra layer now that I'm like trying to own like my life and my body and who I am right now it's very hard for me to think about going back into something that was traumatic before I was as big as I you know with my size I am Mm
1: -hmm. so it's
0: it's really um it's scary is all I know it's just very like scary to think about like well if they said shit to me back then that was crazy And said I was fat when I was, you know, in a bad way, when I was a size six, uh, size six, I'm not supposed to say size, okay, size six, then what are they, what would people say now? And I know, like, I don't, those people aren't my people, but at the same time, like, it's just very, like, thinking about it feels traumatic already. (laughs) Like, thinking about that, like, being on an app and being, like, hearing Mm -hmm. people's responses to you, it's just... I have to, like, have real Teflon skin, I feel like, next time I try it.
1: Yeah. I think it's so interesting to hear you talk about this because I feel like I, when I realized that it doesn't actually matter and that people actually don't notice, like, especially, I don't know, in in college, it's like, First of all, and i'll I'll go specifically like men in college, like they're just they 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 don't care, they don't like they're just looking a they're looking for a stiff wind, they're looking for <laughs> for, for a hint of a booby like they, you know, so I think we build this up in our head, and then you know when I was like going to these parties in college and realizing kind of like the just like the sheer power I had by not caring and it was it was kind of a quite honestly like I feel like I've gotten to where I'm at in terms of what I my perspective on dating and like my own attractiveness by faking it till I made it like I really think there's a degree of just believing every single day that you're the hottest bitch in the world. And then eventually you do believe you're the hottest bitch in the world. That doesn't mean you're not doing the work as well. But I do think that if you just lie to yourself a little bit every day, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. lie to yourself in the sense that you don't believe it. Right. Yeah. I think eventually, at least for me, because I, I remember like very vividly the first time a man said I was hot and I was 19 years old in a summer stock production of Hairspray. Ooh, let me set the scene for you. South Boston, Virginia, (laughs) 2014. (laughs) Yeah, South Boston, Virginia exists. Um, And I was like hooking up with another dude in the cast. And I remember... We're in this, like, this fucking house was wild. It was like a glorified log cabin, essentially. Um, And I'm, like, literally making out straddling this man. Um, And he goes, oh, you're so hot. And I started laughing. I literally started laughing. And he goes, I'm sorry, do you not like when guys say that to you? And I said, no, no one's ever said that to me. Craziness, and, so, and so and I was just like oh oh yeah yeah I'm hot you're right I'm hot yeah and it was funny because I was doing a show at the time about being fat and I was playing the fat girl and this guy that I was like in love with thought I was hot the fat girl so I think that That was, like, the beginnings of my faking it till I made it, and now I've actually made it, right?
0: You've Um, definitely made it.
1: I'm still a fucking mess, though. Like, I I still... Because, you know, it's like, you're supposed to love yourself, and then it's supposed to happen, right?
0: No. (laughs) It's like, you have to keep doing it. You have to keep faking it.
1: But it's like, I feel like it's exhausting, because... every time like I still catch myself um I recently like this was guess like six six months ago or so um and I like had a crush on another like plus size person and pretty much was like and and then all of a sudden they had a girlfriend and the girlfriend is this big Mm -hmm. um and that's where my mind went immediately was no matter how awesome I am, I will still get beat out by the skinny girls every time. Same. And this is, this is something that happened to me recently. Like I literally was like crying to my roommate on it was New Year's Eve and I'm drunk as shit for margaritas. And that still existed in the back of my brain. Um... And so it's still very hard now for when things when things don't pan out in my love life to not immediately kind of blame that aspect of myself. Now looking back on that situation, I'm like, no, this man was actually a piece of garbage and he was dipping his dipping his toe in a lot of pots and seeing what bit first. I know that's not a phrase, but it works. dipping, dipping toes in pots. <laughs> <laughs> it happen? works for us, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like my brain. My brain didn't go there. My brain went, oh, even even fat guys don't want me.
0: Um. Oh yeah. And okay.
1: so it's still like it's hard for me because no matter how far I get with it, I still will take ten thousand steps back. And you know now it's like I feel like the Venn diagram for me personally is how does my body image intersect with my dating intersect with my daddy issues? That's a big one. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy. It's craziness.
0: (laughs) You know, when you, when you were, okay, when you're talking about that story about being called hot for the first time, um, it made me think about how I would have crushes on guys But none of them would like me back. And then I assume it's because I was the bigger girl. Mm -hmm. But I was still very much into having crushes on on boys back then, you know, in high school and college. Mm -hmm. I was very into, I just always had a crush. I always wanted a boyfriend. I always wanted like a boy. Um, They were, I mean, I can think of at least three to four off the top of my head, random guys that they like deliberately knew I liked them and then did not ever care. And it was Mm -hmm. very, I feel like that was, I mean, that fucked me up. (laughs) That fucked me up too, right? Because then it's like, I have my hottie book. I have all these crushes. (laughs) And then the real life ones that have crushes on one, nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. So it's really, um, so then that actually, I think, was my catalyst for going deeper into that world of Well, if I can get them to fuck me, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: well, if I can get them to have sex with me and nobody knows about it. I mean, I did some crazy shit in college because of that. For that reason, it was really like really messed up Uh, a pattern I developed. That's part of my mental health issues that I've been working on. Mm -hmm. And um, it's kind of just what I was using to feel like I was a real validated person, like a meeting a woman, meeting the beauty standards. I get this guy and I get him in bed and like, I'm Samantha Jones. Like, it's like, no bitch. It's messing your head up and you Uh have to, it's really like, I wasn't, I am still learning how to be vulnerable in a relationship. I don't know what a healthy relationship looks like. So this is what happened to me. (laughs) So this is why I started doing these things, but I will say, Oh, you have some, no, no, no. something continue, on that. Oh, I was gonna say because then later, um, years later, I and I mostly dated straight sized men, I'll say, like mm-hmm. not plus men. And then <laughs> one of my exes, he when I first met him, I was like, he was a big guy and he was six mm-hmm. four and a big guy. And um it was weird. And I was like, I was like, I don't I've never been interested in uh because that's my fat phobia showing i would never been interested in a fat guy
1: <laughs> like yeah well that's, that's and that's something interesting that i'm i've been thinking about lately is like my own internalized fat phobia attracted to being attracted to other fat people um yes. and I, I i'm i'm the type of person do, do you mind if I segue off of this? Oh, please. Are you finishing?
0: No, I was done. Um, that was pretty much it. No,
1: because it. I, you know, I'm the type of person who, like, I usually like them a bit tall, at least tall, right? Because my whole thing was always, <laughs> I need to be able to run at you full force and not knock you over. Um, I want to climb you like a tree and not knock you over. Yeah. Um, and... You know, there are so many times I feel like, or something I realized, I would say like within the past year is that like, that's just a preference. Like fat women, fat people are allowed to have preferences in their dating life. And I say that because there was this guy that was interested in me and I knew he was interested in me and he was about five, four. And I just was not it wasn't taller it than was Gia, everything. everyone
0: still taller, still than still taller
1: than me. OK. But I couldn't run at him like a tree, Um, <laughs> but it was everything. It was everything. It wasn't just his height. Like, I just wasn't attracted to him. I just wasn't attracted yeah. to him. And I tried so hard because I was like, but this is a guy that likes you. And this is a guy that's sh-. he was doing all the right things. He was like asking me out. He like made me fucking pie one day. And I tried so hard mm-hmm. to get myself there, cause I was like, cause I think in the back of my mind I didn't believe that I could have preference. Like I could have just, I would have saved myself so much time if I had just leveled with myself and been like, "Gee, you're not attracted to him." Like it, it can be that simple, and like we are allowed to have those preferences. But I felt like I couldn't because I think subconsciously whenever someone is interested in me romantically i'm like well get it now it's not going to come around again ever <laughs> so we hold on to it right we hold on to it without even realizing like it's not something we actually want we just we just i think i've always wanted to have someone be attracted to us or at least mm-hmm. to me i don't know does that does that make sense yes,
0: yes and actually um it's funny because <laughs> Now I'm thinking about. Um, that's what one of the driving reasons I wanted to be thin was because I wanted a hot guy. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. was a driving reason why I wanted to shrink my body because mm-hmm. I wanted a hot guy, like a Timothy Chalamet. Oh, Christine, a sexy man. I know he, he looks. He's not a child. Jewish. I know that's what I like. So that's what I'm insane. saying. Is- And this is what I'm saying because those guys only like skinny girls. So then in my head, I'm thinking I have to be, I have to be thinner. I'm not going to get a guy that I want. And and the reason I think that is because it's like, I I mean, that's when I was thinking very immaturely about, is that a word? Immaturely? When I was very immature thinking about what a relationship is, right? So really it's stupid, but at the same time, the preference thing, that was I didn't even, I didn't have, see, this is what I'm saying. Like, I was like, a. am a blank slate. I'm like, I just need to be thin and pretty and then I'll get a guy wine. I don't care about anything yeah. else. Yeah. Really messed up.
1: That's the ideolo- ideology though, right? It's like, if A plus B equals C, like I will get thin and then I will have boyfriend. Like all my, all my thin friends yes. have boyfriend. Therefore me get boyfriend. Yeah. I also just want to clarify, Timothy Chalamet, I know you're not malnourished. I do love you. Love your work. Um, I apologize. Listen, I don't
0: and- <laughs> know why Timothy came up. That's
1: interesting. That's, that's it's really interesting. Ryan Gosling. Let's. go I back love Ryan how I love how different our our tastes in men are. Um, <laughs> no, something that's it's also true because it's and and it's still you know, it's. I think I saw this like meme the other day. It's like so true. It's just like women lose ten pounds and see how differently you get treated, especially by men. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think, honestly, something that has saved me, for lack of a better word, was moving to Washington Heights. Like, because my body type, like, I got asked out the other day, walking to the train, carrying a duffel bag, no makeup, looking a hot mess. Mm -hmm. And this man in scrubs looked me up and down. And was like, where are you going? You going to the gym? You going to the gym? You need, you need, you want me to come with you? Can I get your number? And I was just like, whoa, you know, and I've just never, you know, call it, now that's not me saying men go cat call us all. No. But as someone who's never been used to that, like overt attention, it's, it's, it's low key, like changed my mindset on my body a little bit. and, and yeah, it's interesting. And, and then it's like, I, I walked around with that confidence for the rest of the day of like, mm, yeah, I look great. I got asked out on the way to the train. Ugh. Um, Not that it should matter,
0: but no, but it it's something that it does something for you.
1: Yeah. It's and like, I, you like I, that. I think it's just, I think it's also, you know, I think something that's like jammed into our heads, as fat girls from a very early age is like, you're going to have to make someone love you in spite of the fact that you're fat, right? Like your personality is going to be great. You're going to be super funny. You're going to be all these things. And we even, I feel like, you know, there's so many rom-coms that reinforce that of, Oh, they fall in love with the personality, not the blah, blah, blah. blah." Um, and
0: personality of what the skinny girl,
1: well, yeah, that's
0: for sure.
1: I thought. <laughs> <Is> love blind <laughs> if you don't show us all the bodies. Um,
0: Do we have to? Should we talk about Shallow Hell?
1: <laughs> I forgot that movie existed. God I watched damn. that movie
0: all the time. For some reason, it was always on TV when I was younger. And uh, it was weird now thinking about it.
1: <laughs> I forget that movie existed. You know, I because I think I had like heard of it and it just like wasn't. Inch- it's weird it didn't sound interesting to me and then i learned what it was about when i was older and i was like that's disgusting like that's oh.
0: but even like, yes
1: i feel pretty like the amy schumer movie i'm like mm-hmm. this is so fat phobia coded, and it's a little bit better than it's better than shallow Howl, but it's still no. not um and what's the other one with rebel wilson where she also gets hit over the head
0: Oh, isn't it romantic or something yes. like that? This is ro- something romantic?
1: Yes. And it's it's so sad because I feel like, still, not not back when I was a kid. My dream still, as a fat woman in entertainment, is I just want to, I love a fucking rom-com. I love a good rom-com. I just want to be in a good rom-com. I want to be in, like, a Cinderella story or something that people quote forever, you know? Um and it's so sad that the only rom coms we get with fat people in them is when they're the butt of the joke or like the entire plot. Um, and so these things have been reinforced in us in so long. And I think it's why I say all the time that fat phobia is the most insidious thing out there is because until other people look at their own internalized fat phobia. Mm-hmm. And say, Oh, I do make those preconceived judgments. I do. I do think these things on some level, we're never going to get anywhere. You know, something I can remember having conversations with some of my friends from college, um, and some of my like good guy friends, um, all of whom I've hooked up with at one point or the other. Let's just be clear. So it's, it's funny. Um, and I, I would say the thing I have started saying to them is, okay, when you're swiping on an app, like pay attention to what your knee jerk reactions are. And I'm not saying change them, but just clock it and check yourself of what are your gut, gut thoughts, gut instincts when you come upon a fat person, when you come upon, you know, just someone in a different body. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where it starts.
0: I think that's where that work starts. Have these guy friends ever told you their findings?
1: No, (laughs) because they won't, they're not ready to admit it, right? They're not ready. Yeah, they're not. I mean, this is why, Because I don't think, because I think if they really delved into it, it would just be, oh, I was always told that fat was unattractive, and there would be no thought beyond it. (sighs) I don't think Mm. they actually have thoughts beyond it. Yep. But it's just been nailed into their heads for so long that like that's enough for them.
0: It's like oh, it's
1: just it's just not my preference.
0: It's just like not attractive. It's It's not attractive when I see fat. But
1: wild that you've asked me for titty pics, bro. Wild.
0: That's the thing. Okay. So that's the thing. Okay. Everybody, okay. Yeah. The titty thing is the thing that we both know about a little something about, mm-hmm, okay? Because mm-hmm. that is something actually. Like I, I used to. Okay, go for it. I go don't for know it. who f- who's listening to this. That's my family, but sorry. Let okay. your yiddies yiddy My yiddies used to yiddy a lot on Supram. um on like uh online dating because it was online dating back then, not apps for sure, but for sure. Basically, like I would show the cleavage and the boobies and then be scared to show the tummy and the. Dee, 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 yeah, yeah. And so they, you know, then guys would be like, I want to see your whole, I want to see the whole body. Or, and it's like scary because then I'm like, well, once yeah. I show the rest of my body, they're going to like, and actually you know, I, I just thought about this. This is really fucked up and I'm going to tell this story. Okay. So I moved here in 20, I moved to New York city in 2017 and I was actually had lost a lot of weight at that point. And mm-hmm. this is before I found my food freedom. So Basically, I had lost weight but then I had more to lose, of course. I of course I had more to lose. And so I started uh going on Tinder, bad choice. Um, but then whatever. So, I'm 4 months into New York, I maybe 5. And then I uh get this guy that's interested and of course just hooking up because that's all I could ever give anybody because I'm I'm, I'm too scared for everything else. Mm-hmm. So then basically I send him a picture of me like in my underwear, let's say and i was okay i was kind of confident but i have i was definitely not where i wanted to be so i said something about it right i made a Mm -hmm. comment of like i know it's not and he then he commented back like like an agreeance bye and so of course and he was a (laughs) bye goodbye but like this is the stuff i'm talking about it's like when i actually did would go ahead go ahead with the thing Mm -hmm. the scary thing then I would get those kind of comments and it's like, I was tiny considering back, you know, like I was so much smaller back then mm-hmm. and that's the only reason. Cause I would never have sent a picture if I didn't, uh, you know, you know how I am with pictures. We need to do an episode on pictures, by the way, um, I know. <laughs> because I don't, I'm very weird about my, my photos. So basically even to get the, the gall to send it right when I was not a hundred percent. And then of course, well, I thought what happened did happen. So, Do you I think, don't know why I was you know, just telling that
1: story. That's a very interesting, like, observation and, like, a self-sabotage thing, I think. Mm-hmm. I think oh, it's the whole- like, if I can get this reinforced, this thing that I've been telling myself, then it must be true. As opposed to, like, that guy's just a fucking
0: dick. And, um, yes, but I would accept those as mm-hmm. the reinforcements. And then, that's why it was so hard after the pandemic, after I had gained weight back not mm-hmm. back, I just gained weight. And so going back into work and and being a different size than I was when I left in twenty March 2020, going in person again, that, because of those kinds of instances, that's what makes me scared of people and my body shape and dressing a certain way. Because mm-hmm. going into a place where people have all these fat phobic ideas in their head, you know, it just I get that's where I start. That's I'm obviously a lot more free than I had. I mean, it's not obvious to if you don't know me, but I'm a lot more free in that thinking than I used to be. Mm -hmm. Like, especially just since last year, I was so scared about going into the office and now I'm like, fuck it. Like, and I'm trying to wear clothes that uh, are closer fitting to my body. Like I'm really trying, but I now understand that that's their bullshit and it's not my shit. And if you have fat phobic thoughts, that's your shit and you're not for me. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and I think – I really think, like, so many people don't even – and this isn't excusing it. Like, I just genuinely think so many people don't even know
0: Yeah, they, they're doing some it. Some don't. <laughs>
1: um. No, some don't. And it's – let's uh, – where did my train of thought go? Um, no, because I've – it's funny. It's funny because I've never – I guess I've always taken the different, a different approach. It's not that like, I wasn't aware of, of my large body. It was just like, okay, well I'm going to make you not notice it. Like even when I'm buck ass naked, you're not going to notice it. Cause I'm going to be put, putting it on you, whatever you, whatever, you know. Uh, And kind of that's like where my mind goes is like, you're not going to notice I'm fat, even though I'm naked and on top of you. (laughs) This usually man who's at least 50 pounds lighter than me, uh, because they (laughs) like it. Yeah. Yes. And it's funny because, okay, wait, I have to ask you this. Mm -hmm. So I recently, not too recently, um, I'm mom, excited. if you're Mom, if you're listening to this,, well, I'm <laughs> not sorry, Mom, but okay, when a man tells you to sit on his face, the fear, the fear I have that that I am going to actively crush him is large. and I've never done it, christine. i've never I have never sat upon a face, okay? Because well, I just feel like I'm a crush, I'm a crush, I'm a crush of skull, and and they say if that's how I die, that's how I die. I've heard that before. I've heard it from the men before, and he, and but I still, I'm like, do you know what you're asking for? And maybe mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Maybe that's something I can work on. Yeah. S- sit on more faces. Yeah. You need to sit on more faces, <laughs> and Thank I need to. You. I also have not sat on a face at this size, so I will say that. There you go. I will have. say that. See, but I've sat on faces. See, Christine, oh. <laughs> I envy.
1: <laughs> I envy that you have had a hoe phase.
0: Oh, I was I've, beyond a hoe phase.
1: I've never had a hoe phase. I've, see, but I, I, well, you know, the pandemic kind of stole it from me. That's true. But, That's true. But, but also, true. I, I've just never had one. I've never you had one. You can be one, one. now. I you know. Can do I it guess it's not too late, but. But I'm God. very,
0: let me tell you something. I'm very emotionally injured from my hoe face. Okay. Well, the so thing it's not was- it all cracked up to me, but it's all well, cracked up to me.
1: I also think going to theater school, like fucked me up too. Right. Cause I just had like Definitely. a series of like hookups and never really relationships. And then I did have a relationship my like senior year of college and it was like, it was really lovely. And like, that's who I, you know, like, that's who I lost my virginity to. And it was on Cinco de Mayo. And it was lovely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he won't speak to me anymore. But it's it's fine. It was years ago. Um, but, and then I popped out of that relationship, moved to New York, and kind of was timid again. To to be a hoe, and now I'm. Then the pandemic happened, so now I'm like, am I ever going to get to be a hoe? I don't know.
0: You know what? You're in charge of your Small destiny. Rhyme. I think you, if Thank you want you. it, you can fake it till you make it.
1: Well, and something else, I was I was telling you this earlier. Like something else, I I would say this is the first year I'm comfortable saying it. But like within the past couple of years, like I've realized that I'm bisexual, and. I think it took me that long because of my own internalized fat phobia, because I think I can vividly remember watching Hercules as a child, being obsessed with Meg in Hercules Um, on the challenge. You watch the challenge, right?
0: No, but you've told me about this person before
1: Cara Maria on the challenge <laughs> hottest bitch alive she is and, hot
0: you show me the picture she was and hot
1: she, she's hot yeah and I always was like oh no Gia you just want to look like them like you just emulate them mm. and I can't even remember having this ex- the exact conversation with my mom this is relatively recently my mom who now has like been she's nothing but supportive like she's like okay, well, that's not me, but okay. Like, she's just like, whatever. Um, but I remember having that conversation with my mom saying, I don't know if I'm attracted to women or like, if I just want to look like them. And she said, no, you just wanted to look like them, sweetie. But now I'm like, so she kind of affirmed that, that like mm-hmm. fat belief. But now I'm like, no, both were true. Both were true. Yeah. But now it's like I'm checking myself, too, because I've recently, like, switched my Hinge, my dating apps, to men and women. Happy Pride. But I'm checking my own internalized fat phobia when I come across other plus size women. Um, Because, again, and again, it's like I'm having that thing again of, like, I almost don't know if I could be – this this is going to sound really terrible, but it's like women are always in competition with each other, right? And mm. it's it's like I don't know if I could be with another fat woman cuz like what if she's hotter than me? Like what if what if she's better at being fat and hot than me? And I don't it's it's such a mind fuck. It's really a mind fuck. But do I sound if, like
0: an asshole? I don't know. I mean, I'm the last person to know cuz I'm a fucking asshole, but um it's just like you're not going to see that's the other thing you're you would never know that because it's a person that you don't know mm-hmm. that's so true, like that's true, that's true. you would mesh together if you if you were attracted to each other and you had a long in and you got along and you like the vibe and then you start growing it's like oh then you mesh together but i mean if you're not you'll love that right away because they're gonna I guess. you guys will be mirroring each other <laughs> sitting on faces <laughs> you <laughs> i'm sure there's a lot of faces for you to sit on Coming I'm sure up. too. I'm New just York's so- a great place to be a hoe if you want, because none of the men in your age group, especially, want to anything serious. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's that's the thing about New York City, though, with the dating and the like. That's why I feel like you should try, try, try some ladies it's a to double some sword. dates. But also, because a lot of the go- the men here, uh, and I like younger guys generally, a little bit younger than me. Um, it's like they don't, they literally just want to fuck. Like, they don't give a fuck That's about like, relationships because yeah. there's so many women here.
1: That's true. That's true. So it's hard. It's For me, it's just like now, I, I don't know. I feel like I have this delusional confidence sometimes where now that I know that I'm hot and fat, I'm like, okay, come get me. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to work too
0: hard. (laughs) But like, I feel like you still, you're still, you still put it out there. You're not doing nothing. You still put it out there.
1: No, I do. I do. I just, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. It it takes a lot out of me. Like every time I do put myself out there, Mm -hmm. then I take, I, I feel like there's levels to it because I am, I am a Leo. Let's make that clear. I like attention. So sometimes like there's levels to it. Like if I really put myself out there with someone I really like and nothing comes out of it, then I'm sad for a couple of days. And then I just like kind of go to my go to my bench and get some attention from the people I got on the bench. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is not healthy. Don't this is not me saying (laughs) do this. This is not healthy. Um. I'll go get some attention from the bench and then I'll hop back on the apps. It's like a, it's like,
0: (laughs) this is so funny to hear because I used to want attention too. I used to, I used to want attention.
1: Well, but then you get the attention and it's so, it's so interesting. Again, I just had another like situation with a, with a hinge man that I broke off because again, I was just like, I had to really come to that realization of like, gee, you don't actually like this person. Like, and that's so, it's so foreign to me to have that choice still of that. It's like, I'm staring at the situation and it's like, because it used to so much just be about getting that male attention and about getting laid. And now that like the veil is kind of lifted and, and, we know that, you know, we've been lied to our whole lives and that it's actually very easy to get laid. Um that choice in front of us is kind of terrifying. It's like, yes, you can continue to get laid by this person that you don't actually like.
0: Yes. <laughs> that was Or me. <laughs> you can just
1: cut it and keep, you know, trying to find something you actually want. It's really hard.
0: Because dating's <laughs> exhausting. See, dating traditionally is exhausting. I'm so tired. It is very tiring. I I mean, I talk to people that are like 28, 29, 30, and -hmm. they're like in the thick of it too. And it's like, I mean, (laughs) I don't know how they do it. I don't know how you do it. I couldn't hang. Okay. I couldn't hang with dating when I first got here. I went on like a couple dates and I'm like... I feel depleted. I feel like my energy is gone. I feel like I don't know what I even want anymore. It's just like it's, very exhausting. It's
1: exhausting. I literally canceled a date the other day because I was like, I'd rather make eggplant parm. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is my That's- life now, Gia. That is me. <laughs> <laughs> it was truly like I could put on makeup, put on a real bra, uh, go out, like put on tight ass pants, push the titties out there. Uh, or, or. I could take an edible and make some eggplant Parmesan and and, (laughs) and the the eggplant Parmesan. She won. She, she won hard. Um, And I don't think I missed anything. I don't think I missed out on anything. Um, So it's just, yeah, it's exhausting. It's really exhausting and it's really exhausting to kind of like piece through your own issues of like, is this a fat issue, or is it like a different type of trauma issue that's is manifesting just, in my dating life? Or is it just straight men? Well, that too. That's, that's a why whole I feel other like episode. I need. That's a whole other episode. We could we could go into the fat phobia. Of I think men we're do- in general.
0: Oh, that's ha- coming up.
1: But but because that's a whole other <laughs>
0: <clears throat> ball game. But like that's what makes it so hard. Mm-hmm the ex- well, it's, it's- exhaustingness of the dating because it's like you don't really know till you meet somebody in person but then it's like if they're nitpick if they're like they have a perfection of a view of you and then mm-hmm. they see you in person it's like not what they want and then you're like oh great now I have to keep going on dates because this guy I'm not interested he's not interested let's go on some more fucking dates. and it's like you have to do it consistently to find like one good person or you can make eggplant parmesan well that's what I listen that I've been there I, that's where I've been for the, since pandemic. Okay. I have been. It's that's hard. what I've been doing since the pandemic mm-hmm, started. Mm-hmm. I don't entertain dating at this moment. <laughs> I don't entertain yeah. it. No, no, it's exhausting.
1: And it's, but it's hard because I still, it's like, I would be lying if I told you that like a part of me every single time I go to the gym, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm, you know, maybe, maybe this time, yeah. you know, maybe this time around.
0: Maybe uh-huh. this time. Oh, please no! She will find him.
1: No, please don't give <laughs> more me more Earth. drama. Not I didn't know that that was a traumatic...
0: I love cabaret. Just any musical theater,
1: I find dramatic, okay. Sorry, but, um, no, it's quite all right. It's not your fault. Um,
0: it's the systems, anyhow. It is the system.
1: <laughs> there's just yeah. There's so many layers. I feel like again, like. Men in theater, too, and, like, plus-size girls in theater. That's a whole other dynamic as well. Um, Because everyone had a crush on the same tenor. And (laughs) and it's like, so, you know, the fat girl never got picked, but she was always the best friend. She was very, like, I'm just going to beat it. I really used to have the thought process of... I'm just going to be his friend until I outlast everyone else. Like I thought of it as like the game in survivor where they have to like stand on a post. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm Mm -hmm. just going to, I'm just going to be here until eventually he'll have to pick me. And yeah, no, it's fucked up. And I still, I still to a degree have that sometimes. It's not, it's not as much anymore, but
0: yeah, I don't have, I think I have the stem would have had the stamina for that kind of thing.
1: I did oh I I do it. I'm like I'm like eventually eventually they'll pick me. Eventually they'll come around. Eventually. Um It's hard.
0: It's really hard. And they don't know what they're talking about half the time, the guy that you're waiting on. They don't know what the hell they're they're, doing. Their
1: heads so far up their own ass.
0: Exactly.
1: But I can't see that. I still you know, sometimes I'm just like Of course. I'll just continue being the whipping post. That's fine. Cause I'm just sad, fat girl. It's fine. Um <laughs> most days I don't. I would say I would say I'm rocking it at about like 90-10 nowadays. But when the 10% comes, she's she's strong. She comes back with a vengeance. Um and that's what's hard. That's what's
0: tricky tricky. It's very tricky. It's very tricky. We definitely okay. We're we should go because we've been yeah. talking for longer than we're supposed to. <laughs> but we definitely are going to do more dating episodes. I feel like because totally. we have a lot to say about this topic. Oh
1: yes, oh yes. And I feel like so many. You know, I would love to hear you know fat men's opinions on dating. I would love to hear fat gay men's opinions on this and like all kinds of. Oh, you know. See, that's like, the I one thing like, I feel like there's such a. It's different for every single fat body.
0: Well, fat phobia has really taken over the um, gay male scene. Yes. Yes. One of my
1: best friends. I want to have him on here
0: to talk about that
1: because, yeah, that's something that he's told me a lot, but it's not something I can speak on, you know? So. Exactly. More to come. More to come on More to come with your fave two fat girls. Because Christine's a fat girl today. Let's today I'm a ce- fat girl. Let's celebrate that that you use the f word. I'm proud thank of you, you for using the f word, Christine.
0: Thank you, thank you very much. You're welcome. It's 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 <laughs> June 13th, 2023. Let's make That's the the day. On June 13th, 2023. I used the f word. Today was the day, everyone.
1: Mark it, seal it. Da-da-da.
0: Oh, I just smacked
1: oh. that. Anyhow.
0: Okay. All right. I think jo- we're going to go, everyone.
1: Join us next time. We'll talk Join about us next time. Well,
0: stuff. it's going to be fun.
1: Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye.
0: Goodbye.